And with the hurricane possibly hitting Florida, Trump's not taking any chances. He even sent Don Jr. to the roof of Mar-a-Lago to give him live updates. <laughs> Just oh, here it comes. Stay up there, Don. Oof. Oof. Aim the golf club at the biggest cloud. That is probably the worst Trump impression. That one is bad. You mentioned uh, Colbert earlier. Yeah, let's and, talk about these late night hosts. Uh, I I don't really watch late night shows. Uh, I I get all my political humor via Twitter anymore. Uh, but I'm sometimes I watch clips and I'm just like not very. I don't know. It, it annoys me because there's so many of these shows that do politics now, and they all they're not really doing anything interesting. And I thought it would be. Yeah. So we got. Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Bill Maher, Seth Meyers, Trevor Noah, Samantha Bee, John Oliver. You're yeah. missing one, you know. Who? Conan. Oh, Conan, no. Conan's show doesn't really do that stuff anymore. Do Have you watch watched Conan's show? Uh, I Conan watched has a clip. reformatted his show to be like a 30-minute show, and he does interviews with people, and he does remotes. He doesn't do monologues anymore. Oh, it's not like a stage show. No. Uh, it's very it's very different. He's gotten out of this game. He's, Conan, almost, he, he's almost going into the Bourdain area. Yes, very Bourdain. Bit. Yeah, he's going to Bourdain. And he was never he's hyper... Huge white space that needs to be filled, hopefully by me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was never he, Conan was never very political. He was yeah. always very silly. Right, right. Um he'd do like he'd do those talking heads things where he'd have like fake lips inside of somebody's cut out head. Right. But they were never political jokes. It was just like being silly. Yeah. I never considered Conan to be a particularly political figure. Yeah. He was always very odd and alternative. And that's why he couldn't that's why the Tonight Show thing never worked out. Isn't it fucking amazing, though, that all those names I just said, one, two, three, four, five, six, nine names, yeah. eight names, they're all liberals. Right. Every single one. The only one who dares to kind of toe into the other territory is Bill Maher. The rest of them are all 100% full-on Democrat. I don't know that... Uh... I don't know that Jimmy Fallon is explicitly. I mean, maybe his personal politics are one thing, but um, he's just a total. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I guess, I guess he he doesn't. Does he go in on Trump and stuff? Well, I have no? some clips that we can play. So we've assembled. I've assembled a group of clips. A lot of them are about the same exact <laughs> topic. I tried to find stuff from this specific time period it's trump hurricane okay, stuff so i watch. wanted to take a look at some of these guys and see do we find what they do appealing is it funny like who do we like who's worth watching okay. are any of them let's see this first one is stephen colbert welcome to the late show i'm your host stephen colbert it does feel good to be back we just returned from a two-week break and uh i did not watch any news how's kirsten gillibrand doing oh. really she's out well, it's just more votes for Jay Inslee. What? 
but he had glasses. <laughs> he was the one with glasses, right? Okay. Of course, the big story wow. is Hurricane yeah. Dorian. Not, not it's currently hitting. Category 2, but over the weekend, it grew to a Category 5 storm that has devastated the Bahamas. It's slowly moving off, and our thoughts are with everybody down there tonight, and let's remember them when this is all over. Now, the storm is hovering off the coast of the United States. See, no one is sure. This is the thing that's so dumb is like... You, you do. I guess they feel like they have to like insert that serious note, but you really like derail the mood by doing this. Let's you know, yeah. Let's make sure that we're all thinking about them after. And it's like, okay, and now here's a joke. Yeah, it's like after classic, I've brought you down, I'm gonna bring you back up with a joke. Pity, pity porn nonsense. I guess fall or where, and by no one, I mean Donald Trump. <laughs> Over the weekend. He pelted the American public with 122 tweets, including dozens of updates about the storm, mixed in with comments about the trade war with China, complaints about James Comey, and his annoyance with the actress Deborah Messing. <laughs> Plus, his yeah, tweets were talking about it, you stupid motherfucker. You're sitting up here being like, look at how much he's tweeting. By the way, I talk about his tweets every night. I wonder why he keeps doing it, Stephen. I don't know why this is, but I can't ever not picture Stephen Colbert and his character. Yeah. So this something, in, I guess because of the time that I was, I'd watch that show and I wasn't a huge Col- Colbert rapport fan, but it just always lives in the back of my head. So when I hear him, I'm always listening for that like weird twist that he would give to it, but he just doesn't. Yeah. And with accuracy, for instance, on Sunday he tweeted in addition to Florida. All right. This is a pattern I want everyone to acknowledge is everyone's fucking horrible Trump. Trump. And it's all the same thing. Everyone has one. They all do it like this. Yeah. Yeah. South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, and Alabama will most likely be hit much harder than anticipated. Look. He's just reading a tweet. So this is like a good minute or so just doing your fucking horrible Trump impression with the tweet. Yeah. Like one of the largest hurricanes ever, already category five. Be careful, God bless everyone. <laughs> why, why the all caps? Does he think the storm drowns out his tweets? Yeah. That's really coming down out there. I want to put the cap... Li- In the comedy business, this is what's known as an act-out. Yeah. <laughs> when you set up the premise of the joke, and then you act it out yeah. in a little sketch form. Right. People Ugh. like Col- Colbert a lot. I don't really watch his show. I don't... He's fine. Like, I liked... I much preferred the Colbert of the Daily Show era um, when he would be, like, asshole reporter. Yeah, I the Colbert... I don't know. I mean, he... Yeah, I really don't have anything to say about him. I don't feel strongly anyway. We Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. We're off for uh, two weeks for summer vacation. We send best wishes to those of you who are or maybe in the path of Hurricane Dorian. You know, they've ordered evacuations in Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina. This is a big one. This is no joke, this hurricane, unless, of course, you're a part of the graphics team at Fox 5 in New York. We'll have to wait and see what goes on with that. But Dorian actually has more of a threat for the lesser Antilles over the next couple So this is a visual joke, obviously, but it's this Dorian path that I'm assuming is going to look like a giant penis. Days forecast to see winds at around 60, 65 erect. miles per hour. Yes, I was right. High in tropical storm, perhaps a low in hurricane. Weathermen get very excited in these types of situations. Like a giant anyway, erection. it's good to be back. 
You know, the most interesting take on the storm, in my opinion, was not from a meteorologist. It came from a random guy in Florida, yes, who believes that we could put a stop to these storms if we just use the resources we already have. Can't see how they haven't come up with some kind of way to com combat. This guy was going around. Again, one of the problems with all these shows is like all this shit has already been done on Twitter. Yeah. It's already been covered. I saw this guy a million times on Twitter. Right. Days, you know, days the, before, and then they just copy everything. Yeah, they're like, like oh, everybody's yeah. talking about this, right, so let's right. put this let's on. Let's put this on, yeah. Which I guess, I mean, if the general American public isn't spending time on Twitter, it's like right. a good technique, but it's also like, okay. These storms yet. They keep saying, uh, you know, two days ago, three days ago, oh, it's at this, right, but it's going to hit all this warm weather. Oh, you know, well, what's his solution, I think? Uh, they, need dump, they need to dump ice to uh, bring the temperature down so the hurricane doesn't form? Why doesn't the military just dump ice everywhere? Yeah. Or something like that. It's just, you know, and like... It's just making fun of dumb, working-class white people. In yeah, the he, South here's a guy job, that... Jimmy. Here's a guy with a crazy idea. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> the answer is right there in front of our face, waiting for a man in a crazy Hawaiian shirt to alert us to it. Trump just named him director of FEMA, by the way. <laughs> Ugh, the president God. has been tweeting up a storm about this storm. Which What's wrong with Jimmy Kimmel's voice tonight? It's as loud as like it's got a it's little problem. Something off with his teeth. He's got like some, some upper tooth issues. Maybe he's got uh, caps or something yeah. recently that fucks with your speech pattern sometimes. Hey, Why is it so? He's so non-dynamic. You know what I mean? Like he's so turd. He's such a like droll turd i i've never i have never understood jimmy kimmel I, I remember him coming up through like he was like an nfl commentator when he was like uh, he started 60 pounds more than he is now he started by kevin and bean which is a morning show an ancient ancient morning show here in la that's been on k-rock that's been going forever i think he was he's like friends with adam carolla and they he would start doing this character on that show and then they got the man yeah, show and he just yeah. grew from there I will say Jimmy Kimmel, it's funny to watch. Jimmy Kimmel's like getting more handsome as he gets older, yeah. and Jimmy Fallon is getting weirder like looking. weirder looking. So they're, they're switching places slowly. The he's ever seen. This is possibly the biggest. I have not sure. I'm not sure that I've ever even heard of a Category 5. I knew it existed. And I've seen some Category 4s. You don't even see them that much. Yeah, Shapiro actually... Something that Shapiro has a great take on this, which is... What is the president supposed to do about this? Like, there's no, like, it's so dumb that every time there's a hurricane, we, like, do this charade where the president is supposed to, like, comment. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I think it's kind of great because Trump's just like, all right, I'll yeah. just riff, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> I'll riff on the hurricane. You know, like, what what is well, one supposed to say? The premise you know, of like, these, the premise of a lot of Trump coverage is always, like, you know, oh, it's Trump said this crazy yeah. thing. And it's yeah, like, yeah. yes, that's what he does. Yeah, right. And they're all like, it's funny that Colbert called Trump the Putin cock holster. They're all Trump's cock holster. <laughs> all they do is talk about every little thing he says right. all day. They're just these like, you know, they, they hate him, but they talk about every dumb little comment he makes. They're obsessed, yeah. like completely obsessed with him. And that's why he kind of holds up a mirror to them. You know, I mean, he Trump in a way like is a mirrored version of all these fucking idiots. Let's see what Fallon has to say. I'm excited to see how Fallon looks oh, aging. Just just wait. All right. Here's Jimmy. Uh, Fallon. Guys, today, earlier today, uh, millions of students across the country went back to school. That was today. 
kids told their parents, I'll miss you so much. And their parents were like, and I'll see you after school. It's a pretty typical day for most students. Teachers started off by asking, does everyone have their... Why is he so bad at reading these fucking cue card jokes? At the very least... It's so funny, the world that we've entered. We've entered the world where it's like, you know how every voice on Gimlet is like a person with a lisp? Yeah. It's like now all the people that are supposed to be dynamic late night people are like awkward, weird, and sort of like completely uninspiring like jimmy fallon looks like he's struggling up there all the time and yeah. he's like being but he's like kind of cute about it you yeah. know it's like well he's riding i mean the thing that i always hated about jimmy fallon was when he was on snl he would break yeah like, character every time every yeah, fucking he's like sketch. really bad at his job yes and it's like funny how bad at his job and he is i you know who i loved from those days of snl was chris parnell yeah. I think that guy is hilarious. And he never broke. And he never broke character. Yeah. And he, yeah. I'm Chris the way that he speaks, he has that very distinctive voice and yeah. his affect is very unique. And that guy is always just playing these minor roles yeah, yeah, and yeah. shit. And he can't get anywhere. Whereas, yeah, this guy's whole like, thing was like, this was like what you would be like if you were on here, yeah. you know? This guy was boyish 15 years ago and he's still writing that now. Yeah. Flies. And students were like, yep, headphones, vape pen, and CBD gummies. That's what we... I think Fallon is like an intense alcoholic. Every, oh, yeah. time, I, every time I see him, I'm like, you're drunk right now. Like, uh, I, that's I, the rumor, too. Oh, yeah. That, he seems like he's drunk yeah. all the time. There was this time he broke his hand or something. There was a, like a week on the show we had this cast on his hand, and it was clear because he would, like, was in a drunken stupor and had fallen down. Yeah. yeah he's, he's highly wasted. rumored and, to and, be. Because like, his face always looks kind of like droopy. He looks kind of tired yeah, he's all very the puffy. time. Yeah, he's a puffy yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. But New York City's public schools New York are trying City's to public schools are so no so longer drunk. serving salami or bologna sandwiches. Yeah, instead they're going with organic free-range pigeon. Oh, so that's my wow. Hey, you guys enjoy Labor Day weekend? Did you have fun? You guys enjoy Labor Day weekend? Yeah, you can tell Fallon is falling apart, man. Well, don't worry, while everyone was to, relaxing, the president was game. hard at work. Oh, here we go. And by hard at work, I mean he sent over 120 tweets this oh. weekend, so. And it's the same fucking joke every time. Did 120 tweets. Isn't that fun? Is he going to do an impression? That's real, by the way. (laughs) Trump's been busy dealing with Hurricane Dorian. He actually has been monitoring it very closely. He retweeted (laughs) this update from FEMA. Here he retweeted this from National Hurricane Center. And then here he is getting into a Twitter feud with Will and Grace actress Deborah Messing. Oh, that's the same joke. That's the exact same joke. And with the hurricane possibly hitting Florida, Trump's not taking any chances. He even sent Don Jr. to the roof of Mar-a-Lago to give him live updates. Just oh, here it comes. Stay up there, Don. Oof. Oof. Aim the golf club at the biggest cloud. That is probably the worst Trump impression. That one is bad. He needs to do. It's like he just drinks, but he doesn't do the requisite cocaine he needs to like have the energy (laughs) to be on stage. It's like Fallon. What are you doing? Yeah, at least do the coke. Yeah, I don't. I don't get him. A lot of people complain about him. Thank you, thank you. Here's Bill Maher. He's the only one who has any. Well, Bill Maher is a, anything. Bill Maher is also unlike uh, Kimmel, and unlike Colbert, and unlike Jimmy Fallon. Bill Maher is a stand-up comedian. Yeah, so, so he has actual. He, yeah, he gets the, he, what he, delivery. He, or? he knows how to be dynamic on stage. I need that tonight. I really do. I, I, because this week, I, I, I can't. I just can't. 
I'm gonna tell dog and cat jokes. I just, I, I mean, I have heard the phrase, people say that this guy would lie about the weather. I didn't think I'd ever see it literally. I'm not from the president. I'm so glad. Have, you, have you ever heard that phrase? This lie guy would lie about the weather. No, I've think, never heard that in my right. life. I don't think that's a real yeah, phrase. I don't think that's a phrase either. Was back because f- finally some brain damage we can actually enjoy. <laughs> yeah, there was season football season started last night. The Bears against the Packers. Mike Pence said he is not going to watch that game. He said. <laughs> Skip to the Trump stuff. And the storm, Dorian, okay, it was looked like it was about to hit Florida. It was barreling right toward Florida, and it just stopped over the poor people in the Bahamas. It was like, you know, that's like 50 miles away. It was heading right toward Florida, and it just looked at Florida and went, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're not fucking with Florida. I'm sorry. I mean... We've, we've seen hurricanes turn. This is the first one that pretended it was on its phone. I, 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 so, so I'm, America got lucky. We missed the worst of it. Uh, the Carolinas got a lot of rain. Half a million people in the Carolinas are totally... All right. We don't need to okay. watch the whole thing. So at least it's a little different. I, had, I know my... Uh, actually, I just came from getting my haircut. My haircut... My hair cutter is a wonderful woman, uh, actually, I think, knows or is involved with a writer for Bill Maher. Oh, okay. And so he has a whole team of writers that have been with him for a long time. Um, I don't know. Maher's fine. He annoys me. I don't agree with so many of the things he says, but at least, I don't know. I mean, at least he seems like he's not just... He's, he has a perspective. He like he's not just reading the, oh, this is what I'm supposed to say today. Yeah, he's, you know, like, he's kind of, I mean, I, I don't... Love him either, but he is kind of like heterodox yeah, level right. stuff. He's a little bit, a little uh, bit. Sad. He has a lot of interesting people on, and uh, uh, you got to give him credit. That guy dropped the N bomb on television and still has a TV show. Yeah. So he, and he survived. I don't know if you remember this, but this is another throwback to like 2001. He on his show Politically Incorrect, which was on a- ABC, was talking about. I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said like, uh, "There's there's nothing cowardly about the 9/11 uh, guys. You know, uh, we're cowardly for sending bombs across the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that." And he got in a huge in amount of trouble for it, and his show got canceled. Oh, because of that? Yeah. That's why. That was like the beginning of it. Yeah. So here's Seth Meyers. Who, it's like, who even is Seth Meyers? He's, I don't even know who this guy is. He used to be the head writer at SNL. He was on SNL. He's an SNL guy. He, he, I think he wrote a movie I saw recently. Really? He just wrote something that I watched. I forget why. Yes. And the president has been saying some So very- Seth Meyers doesn't do a monologue. He sits at his desk and he does, I mean, it's still a monologue, but it's not like the traditional late night monologue. Dumb stuff about it. For more on this, it's time for a closer look. This is his segment that he has called a closer look. Another, another Trump impression. Let's, let's wait for it. Let's get ready. Donald Trump's first and only goal has always been enriching and protecting himself. In fact, you might remember that during his congressional testimony, Trump's ex-fixer Michael Cohen recounted that Trump's presidential bid began solely as a way to advertise his personal brand and make money. 
calling it the greatest infomercial in political history. And one of the very specific promises Trump made in his year-and-a-half-long infomercial was that he was the only candidate who could protect Americans, like the time he aired an ad that ended with the slogan, Donald Trump will protect you, he is the only one who can. <laughs> Which is not only wrong, but incredibly creepy. It sounds like something that would be scribbled on a note slipped under the door by a stalker in a Lifetime movie. You expect to hear that after your estranged husband appears on the balcony in a thunderstorm. Donald! You startled me. I'll protect you, Cynthia. I'm the only one who can. It's, it's really... Pro- oh, this is the same voice that we do. How the fuck do these people think that they... It's insane that they don't realize that half the country voted for Donald Trump. Like, it's just, it's like supposedly, it's supposed to just be like totally obvious that everybody hates Trump and that, oh, we're we're reporting what everybody already knows, well, which is that they hate Trump. And that's just I don't, not I, true. I think it's more conscious than that. I think that they know who's watching late night television shows. And Republicans don't watch late night television shows? Not, uh... Probably they watch different late night television shows. Like well, I think they've the, successfully alienated. Half like, the do you think? Country, do you think so Jimmy Fallon's thing is alienating? Like, I think most like people that want non political content watch like Jimmy Fallon and they go to sleep because they'll do like. These are all hey, we're, couched in. We're playing a game of, on TV. These are all couched in the un unsaid obvious truth that Trump is bad and a problem and that. You know, blah blah blah, and it's just, you know, crazy. It's I mean, crazy. So, it's not right. It's not right. Th- these these people should be trying to be objective. You know, if they're going to have the responsibility for being the late night series that's supposed I, to be going out to the I, whole country, I don't agree with that. I think that there's no need to be objective in the maybe, purpose uh, okay. of, of doing comedy. Well, you can't. Okay, fine, but then you can't be mad when hundreds of millions of people that you've abandoned, that you've decided are shitty people because they voted for Trump, you can't be mad when they rise up against you. I don't know you that... Know, like, if you're going to abandon those people, fine, go ahead. To play but, devil's advocate, I, I, I do think there is... There's a long history on late-night television of going after whoever the president is. I mean, if you watch... they do that to Obama? Uh, I don't know. No. I'm not. I'm not aware. We'd have to go looking. But I remember, like when Bill Clinton was in office, uh, the majority of the Tonight Show, especially, and a little bit of the that's late very show. true. And I, I, that's a good point. And but it's not couched in this same rhetoric. The rhetoric here is so clearly this guy is a buffoon, and everybody hates him. But everybody doesn't hate him. And it's like, if you can't tell a single joke that kind of bridges the gap at all, if you are only hammering on it from this one left-wing pers- or liberal, neoliberal perspective, well, again, we're watching, then you're abandoning we're watching videos about, you know, the hurricane stuff. So but that's right, to be kept is, Every mind. night it's this crap. Let's see. Here's Trevor Noah. He's has the just been hit with one of the Trevor worst Noah. hurricanes ever recorded. And with it being reported that 13,000 homes may have been destroyed, Trevor this Noah island also nation has is going to need as much help as they can get. So please, donate if you can. Everybody's going to need it. And you know, whenever I see this... I want- you put up a uh, URL on the screen. So I will say at least, if you're going to do, go for that, at least maybe do that. Point people towards something. I always ask myself, I go, like, why do hurricanes always destroy the most beautiful places on Earth? 
Like, I wish hurricanes hit places we actually wanted to rebuild, you know? Like, why doesn't a hurricane hit LaGuardia Airport? Huh? <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Then we could start over from scratch and fix that shithole. The problem with Trevor Noah is that... He's a, not funny at all. No, uh, <laughs> I actually... There, if everyone wants to go look, uh, Trevor Noah is best actually in the in-between moments of the show. They'll, they do these like behind-the-scenes videos where he'll just talk to the audience conversationally. And he's actually quite intelligent and thoughtful. Like during the whole J- Jussie Smollett thing... He really encapsulated that thing extremely well. Not on the show, but in the after show. And I'm like, I wish we didn't have Trevor Noah doing these awkward jokes about LaGuardia. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, mean, I don't, not, I don't want to say that... It's not a terrible joke, but it's, he's just so not funny. But it's not even that. It's that it sounds... This is a little bit like, I don't know, xenophobic in a way, sort of. But it sounds weird to have a South, a South Af- African accent complaining about LaGuardia. And complaining about America 24-7. It's a little bit like, all right, it's, Trevor. And that, that know, was like, the thing about, that was the thing that's interesting. If you watch his, I don't know what these things are called, but they're, they're like behind the scenes or, or talking to the audience or whatever. He's very compelling in those moments. And I really hmm. wish... The, I wish he wasn't doing The Daily Show because I'd watch like a talk show with him. He seems to have interesting ideas, but instead it's this, like where he's reading jokes written for him by a room of writers. Yeah, of by writers. a room of like shitty writers. Where well, the chances are the hur- yeah. hurricane will be like LaGuardia, f*** that, no. <laughs> they don't even have a place to charge your phone. Like, I'm not going there. Even the way he says LaGuardia, <laughs> just doesn't sound right. So Hurricane Dorian has slammed uh, it, into it the It also Bahamas, annoys me that- how he has cute face. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's very cute. He's so cute. Yeah. And it's like, that's clearly part of the reason why they picked him is like, Oh, look at this cute. uh, He checked off all all, the boxes. All the boxes. Right, right. It's like, he's, he's clever. He's a person of color and he's got this cute face. And he's got an accent. Yeah. He's got an accent. Yeah. It's just like, it's gross. He's, it's like watching him. it's, It's like painful to watch him. The good news is president Trump has a lot of experience handling hurricanes of this magnitude. The bad news is he doesn't remember any of his experience. The president appeared back. All right, it, 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 watching him reminds me of watching like, like the funny guy in your high school that was part of the popular group, but like was kind of funny. You know, like that. That's who Trevor Noah is. That's funny. Me. I would recommend everyone go watch the behind the Jesse Smollett thing is the the best one because he he did an incredible job about describing what was happening. I'm like, why isn't this on the TV part? This is absurd. I want Trevor Noah to host a talk show. I don't want him doing daily show stuff. Um, and then uh, Samantha, Samantha B. Samantha B. But the, isn't she just... She's like a Colbert-type character, isn't no, she? No, she is not. Uh, she... She is just like all the others. Oh, uh, really? And oh, I didn't realize that. I thought her show was... She, I thought her show was... Um, a character thing? A character thing. She shoots on a different schedule, so this isn't really current. Quote, unquote, current. None of this really will be. Oh, right. This ago. week, we are taking a break from talking about the president attacking gold star families and instead talking about something else. Our planet constantly attacking us in every way imaginable. This summer of extreme. Okay. Is that a joke? Like, I don't. Is that not a joke? It's like. There's no joke there. It's joke voice? Yeah, but there's not but an actual But it's not joke. an actual joke. What's missing? 
What's missing is any connective tissue to the premise. <laughs> okay. It's like, what do you mean? we're going to stop talking about our president attacking Gold Star families <laughs> and talk about the planet attacking us in every way imaginable. And if you think about that, you're like, you just said like two very disparate right. things and you kind of drew an yeah, analogy. You would have had to connect it to the gold star thing in some way. Yeah. It, there was no, yeah, that, all your, there's no joke. It's just an analogy of an attack of some kind. Yeah. Like there's no, yeah, it doesn't come full around. Yeah. And the attack, the president is verbally attacking gold star. Yeah. Failed. It's like the LaGuardia joke is a joke because it's, you, you set yes. up the premise of hurricanes going to places beautiful, that, yeah. right beautiful places and then you're like what if it goes to a terrible place here's an example yes, of that because there's is, a turn you're, you're and illustrating then, yeah right whereas she's just saying this is something that was attacking something here's another thing that was attacking i mean maybe something. we're overanalyzing because this is just an introduction the weather has but. ravaged lives across the u.s high winds and high temperatures fueling three fires near right, let's go back to for once, he's right that something is the biggest you've ever seen. Thanks, Orange L. Roker. So what will make strong hurricanes more and more frequent? According to... A what the fuck was that? I have no idea. Oh, is it my... Is it this thing? Are you plugged in somewhere? Our government, the answer is none of your fucking business. Stop asking so many questions. The EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt responded to a question from CNN about this by saying, and I, I quote Mr. Pruitt, to have any kind of focus on the cause and effect of the storm versus helping people or actually facing the effect of the storm is misplaced. To use time and effort to address it at this point is very, very insensitive to the people in Florida. Well, if we can't talk about climate change, I guess it's finally time to have that gun control conversation we've been putting off, right? I mean... What, these and these that's, people are fucking propagandists. It's disgusting. I just, I don't like the clapter. Yeah. Like... Yeah, that's Clapter for sure. Oh, gun yeah, control. gun control. Because everyone, everyone in the country agrees with that, right? It's like, no, they don't fucking all agree with you. How about you have some consciousness of the fact that you're so biased? It's just, it's disgusting. Well, I, don't, I don't know about that. I just don't like her. I mean, I don't want to be accused of, you know, being against women or anything. But her delivery is so, like, hectoring and luxury that... It's just like I'm talking like this, and, and everything I'm talking is in a silly the same voice. Pitch. And you, you dummies, are just gonna laugh all day because when I talk in this voice, that means you're supposed to laugh. Yeah. All right, and here's John Oliver. Last week tonight, which I used to like the show until it got too woke. The United Kingdom. The United Kingdom. Fascinating wildlife like the fearless mating foxes of Kent, and beautiful mountains that go largely unexplored by the carefree mating foxes of Kent. <laughs> It's also home to some of the world's most gifted artists, like whomever took this picture of the stoic mating foxes of Kent. <laughs> Unfortunately, the UK is about to be completely fucked, in a way not unlike the resigned mating foxes of Kent. And the reason for that is that this week, the UK had some yeah, very woo, big news. Woo. Yeah, they, that, why did that deserve a woo. woo? Why was that a woo? Yeah. Why? Um, I guess because... The, he did the thing where he did three references to it, and you think that because of the he rule of three, do a four. that he won't do a fourth. Uh, that would be does. crazy Whoa. if he did. Can you imagine if he said that a fourth time? <laughs> that would be crazy. That's all. Nice job, John. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the UK has a new prime minister. Boris Johnson took over today from Theresa May, sealing the transition of power in a handshake with the Queen. He bowed, then broke the rules by telling his new staff what she said. 
Exactly. And it was apparently, and I quote, D's nuts. <laughs> it's true. It's true. She said it to every Prime Minister since Winston Churchill, and she won't say why. But, but yes, incredibly, Britain's new Prime Minister is Boris Johnson. And again, the only reason I'm playing this clip is the newest episode hasn't aired. I think they've been on break, and I don't know if it's going to happen soon. So this is the most recent clip they had up. And then even if you know nothing about British politics, you're probably already vaguely aware of him as mayor of London. And then, and then they have a picture of Boris Johnson with, like, dark, dark, like, clouds in the background. On a zipline while promoting now. the 2012 Olympics. And if you've ever seen a photo of him, you will probably remember it, because it's honestly hard to find one where he doesn't look ridiculous. In fact... <laughs> Everything about his appearance all right, is consistent. All right. I don't want to see this. So there's these people watching the show together Oliver. is infuriating because it's just so fucking biased, and they're abandoning everybody in the country that happens to be right wing, which is a ton of fucking people. And it's just like at least, as you used the right word earlier, I'm using it in a completely different context here, but have some connective tissue. You know, it's like they're they're not operating. From a good comedian, right, which is exactly what Chappelle did, is operate from a position of you understand the sides. You understand there's a lot of people on this side, a lot of people on this side. You understand the country is more divided than ever before. And you understand that the mainstream media has a reputation for being ultra only on one side of it, right? You use that in the comedy. You have to you have to speak to both sides. You have to speak the truth. Instead, these people just hammer one direction over and over and over again. And it's just fucking gross. I don't actually I don't agree that you have to have you have to do anything. I don't well, you don't have I, to I don't do think anything. that you have to if you want to be good. I think you can be biased if you want. You can you can make people laugh doing the thing. The thing that's so annoying is they're all t I mean, Samantha B and John Oliver are, have weird schedules, so they're a little bit different. They're not doing daily shows. Samantha B might be, but uh, John Oliver definitely isn't. So their their function is a little bit different. But the thing that's so annoying is they're just kind of all they're all talking about the same thing, and there's just not a lot that's that interesting going on. It's just kind of like I don't know. Like all, all there used to be was like the Daily Show was like the political media criticism show, right? And, and it kind of filled that. And now in. all these are like, and the now they're all, they're, all the, they're all doing. They're all doing. And it's like we don't show. need all these Daily Shows. Yeah, and pe right, and people are getting all their news from comedians. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and and who, who biased comedians who only stand for one side. Um, and there's just kind of a la It's just not that interesting yeah it's, I don't, the, it's the quipification of america same thing happened with movies everything now has to be this cutesy quip yeah and everybody's got their impressions yeah they're, they're, they're very like my donald trump impression hey everybody i'm donald trump yeah my half the mark of a bad impression fast trump impression yes. right it's like at least with clinton when they were going after clinton there was a scandal there was a reason whereas now they just wake up every day and find some reason to shit on people on the other side and who they're actually shitting on, frankly, is the common working people of America. So these motherfuckers in the media, I swear to God, if they keep doing this, they're digging their own graves, like literally. Well, they literally are. You you can't just send this shit down our throats all day, every day, and expect people not to eventually like violently rebel I against don't, you. I don't agree. The thing that, that I don't like is that it's just so like, it's so antiquated. 
What do you mean? You watch these and it's just antiquated. It's old. It's it's antiquated. this. Why is it antiquated? It's a form of entertainment that just is kind of not that relevant anymore. And what 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 do you mean? I'm gonna I'm gonna stand in front of this background and I'm gonna make these little topical jokes about a thing that are always like. You know, Donald Trump went to ba 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 ba, and then ba 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 ba, and then ba 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 ba, and then that's the everybody laughs or claps. Yeah, and it's like the fake laughter. And it's very it. I don't know. It's just not. So who's doing it? Is like what Conan doing? Is that better? I mean, Conan is not really covering the same thing, but I think he understands because he's an innovator. He understands yeah. that this model that he was working because he's completely dispensed with the monologue. His desk is gone. He sits in a chair with like Andy Richter in one chair and the guest in the other and they kind of talk to each other. And then he does these remotes because I think he knows that like this shit is kind of dying. It's just, point. it's not really where people's heads are at. And he's... Why do you think that is? I mean, I'm, I'm sure these shows get like millions of viewers and stuff, but it, it, it just feels so false. Yeah. Um, God, what's the... Um, Gerard Carmichael is a stand-up comedian. He was on Joe Rogan once, and he described why stand-up comedy on these shows is so they'll have a stand-up comedian on. He goes, you dress up in a suit, you, you look a way that you never look, you do jokes that aren't really you because they've been filtered by right. the staff of the yeah. show that wants to make sure it's suitable. For, he's like, it's all fake. Yeah. Like, you're just up there pretending to be this other person that you're not. It's phony, but I think it's honestly phony because it's owned by this biased machine. And if... I think it is still possible to be funny, and it is still possible, and Chappelle proved it. You still can be funny in this format of stand-up and blah, blah, blah. You just have to... But this isn't even... You have to open yourself up to not just railing... First of all, they're all saying the same thing. This is very different than stand-up, though. This is a... Because stand-up is... But, I mean, it's the jokes, the quality of the jokes. If if the jokes were an actual wink to the actual human common people of America instead of just propaganda... The reason why this sucks is that it's propaganda. If this was an actual joke, it would be above propaganda. It would be saying, wink, wink, people, well, you here's would, something funny, you what, know? like What you're kind of saying is that the underlying premise of a lot of these jokes is always like, Trump is dumb. Yeah. So that's the understood premise every time, and then you kind of alienate people uh, by having that be the subtext of everything. Yeah, it would be better to make the joke, everybody knows the media you know what I'm saying? It would it would be better to do the wink. That's what that's what really good stand-up jokes are. It's a wink to the audience saying, "We get it." You know, we're bringing people together in some way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I explain. I um my my issue with these shows is they just feel. I don't know. You can get funnier stuff. I laughed harder at the stupid feral hogs thing that went on Twitter yeah. for like a day i laughed harder at that than any of this shit right because it well, was just right and that's where the real content is on twitter yeah and, it's a way ahead of and i didn't used to i used to be very skeptical about online but it's it just spending time on twitter in the morning i laugh at so many different things yeah. and it's not always i mean all the good jokes about trump drawing on the fucking map and him being crazy tweeting about Alabama, that's already been made on Twitter. I've already laughed at all those things. Right. And so you come to this, and it's like, you're just behind. You're behind, and you're not doing it as funny, and you're not being... Yeah, right. It's true. You're, you're just... You're trying to take those funny Twitter things and then 
lace them into your agenda of brainwashing people. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I you're right. It's true. Now, like Reddit, I, I laugh so right. I laugh so hard at tweets and Reddit posts yeah. and memes, and I don't laugh at any of this shit. So it is kind of true, you know. Yeah. The people making song parodies, like with the feral hogs thing, or with some other. So the feral. On- describe the feral hogs thing. Uh, I I know this, but tell there was the some. I think it was like a, a, a conversation about gun control or something, yeah. and this guy showed up in the reply. I don't remember all who all was involved, but this guy shows up and goes, "What am I supposed to do about the thirty to fifty feral hogs that show up in my yard and attack my kids?" Yeah, and so. Everyone just kind of went crazy <laughs> with all these these feral hog. Like, why is there thirty to fifty feral hogs? Like, why are they in your yard? Why are your kids where feral hogs would be? And people, my favorite one was like somebody who used the the lyrics of Hallelujah, uh, <laughs> and the tweet was like, it goes like this: the fourth, the fifth, thirty to fifty feral hogs surround my kids. <laughs> I mean, I laughed harder at that than <laughs> any of this shit would ever make me laugh. Uh, the, so Adam Todd Brown on his podcast came out and condemned people who were making fun of the feral hogs guy because right. it's like shitting on the white working class, which I think I hopefully my presence there and our you know constant mocking of Brett Raider has <laughs> has turned him around a little bit. Maybe, on that. but 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 the it, thing it, we are making fun of it, but it's also hilarious. But it's so also it's, yeah, it's you're not funny. making it's funny. You're not making fun of the guy really. You're just making fun of yeah, this it's idea. Just funny. It's of a funny the thing. feral hawk, right? Exactly, exactly. And yeah. it's totally. I think it's completely fine. But um, yeah, I I did I when he I listened to his podcast and he was very like. Uh, you know, supporting we the white. We shouldn't be hurting people. That's right. He was very supporting the white working class in, in that episode. And I t- tweeted him. I was like, hey, nice work, man. Yeah. And Did he respond? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're cool. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Um, Are you going to be on a show soon? We'll see if he has me. Oh, oh right. Well, you have old right guy Isaac on yeah. here all the time. Yeah. So uh, first of all, you don't have me our on listen, the Listen, <laughs> we'll put the call out to our listeners who li- also listen to that show. Yeah. We have a lot of crossover. Contact Adam and demand. Heather was on that sh- episode. Yes, it was a good episode. I would recommend listening to it. It was he. It was one of his better episodes that I've ever heard. It was contact Adam and demand that Isaac be be allowed return back. as a guest. He actually said, "Hey, do you want to come on the show again soon?" So, oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, great. Get on there. Get on. There. Get on there. All right, friends. Uh, follow us both on Twitter. We have fun on Twitter sometimes. Uh, what is your Twitter at Simpsonian? Sim- yeah, oh yeah. Follow me on Twitter now, because now I'm I'm on Twitter again, and I'm trying to get good at it. Simpsonian. Simp. It's simps. S i m p s o n i o n, which is like Simpsonian. Okay, Simpsonian. <laughs> which is, I do love onions, so I don't Weird. know. And then at Funtaroni. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's plug time. Thanks for listening to this episode. We're going to do a few plugs real quickly. Uh, Join our forum at nahf.boards.net. We have some fun conversations happening there. Not really, but, you know, if you join, it'll be more fun. You can email us at notahugefanpodcast 
at gmail.com. Call our voicemail line at area code 213-262-9544 and leave us a message. Again, that's area code 213-262-9544. Subscribe on your preferred podcast platform and write us a review on iTunes, pretty please. It's so helpful if you do that. Yeah, and do all those things and don't fucking text me. Yeah, leave don't, Isaac alone. Do not text me your thoughts about the podcast. Yeah, That's, send them to the email or post exactly. them on the forum and we will respond there yeah. and it'll be great. Right. Uh, and then my social media is all Funzaroni, including my website. You can follow me there. Thank you. How do you spell that? F-U-N-Z-A-R-O-N-I. Funzaroni. Funzaroni. And why is it that? Uh, it's a name I picked ages ago and now it's too late. Yeah. To go back. Sounds around. Uh you can find me at isaacsimpson.com. That's my website. Uh it's a portfolio website, so it's a lot of my work uh in the advertising and journalism and brand creation world, but uh you can also find ways to contact me there. Um and also uh, I don't really do socials, but you can find me on Medium. That's probably the best place to, to find me or LinkedIn. I enjoy being linkedin So just LinkedIn Isaac Simpson and you can uh, talk to me there. That's it. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Don't text Isaac.